Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars! It's Rudy Radio! Live and very Christmassy in Montreal, it's Russell. <laughs> ah, nice vigor. I like that. Uh, in Toronto, it's Darcy. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first question I was going to ask you is, uh, yeah, the Christmas tree uh, watch. Um, still up then. <laughs> yeah, my Christmas tree is up. My candles are burning. Not real candles, but the candles with, with those fl- flicker bulbs. I have okay. 21 of those. I have three sets of five and two sets of three. Two sets of two, well, two sets of three and one set of five on top of my fireplace. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I gotta carry the two. No, I can't. I can't figure out how many bulbs that is. That's too many. That's my too fireplace math. is rolling. So the electric fireplace is burning. The Christmas trees alight. My fireworks around my apartment are, are on. There are six of them. There's just these branches, fake artificial Christmas tree branches that I put in clumps up above the curtains and on all of the corners that stick the right angle, uh, the nine, well, the right angle corners that stick into the room. There must be I just stuck, one or two in that place because you do live in Montreal. There's, th- there's three. There's three. This is one of the newer buildings, so I've got okay. three. You actually have, you have three right angles. Degrees. <laughs> That's true. And two 45 degree uh, corners, and uh, yeah, so I stuck fireworks up there. What I call fireworks. There's fireworks. Christmas. Yeah, there's Christmas ornaments hanging from them and some of my custom light work. Uh, so when you look at them, they actually look like fireworks. Well, yeah. I hope I didn't burn the place down, but they look like fireworks. <laughs> yeah, so there's six of those up there. And I feel like I said, they decorate like the Christmas tree. And it's all green and blue and purple and white. Yeah, so it matches the paint in the apartment. The green, the purple, the blue, and the white. So any idea when they're coming down? Oh, that's a good question. It's got to be such a big job. It was such a big job to put the stuff up there. And mind you, before I you went figure to Halifax... You should at least keep it up there for at least six months, right? Well, I'm thinking at least the second week of February. Okay. Maybe the third week of February. Because, I mean, when I went to Halifax, I didn't actually finish decorating the Christmas tree. So I got back oh, here a week ago. what? <laughs> I suppose I shouldn't have told anyone that. <laughs> yeah, I finished you got home. decorating... After it New was. Year's, yes. and continued to decorate your place for Christmas. Yeah, well, because the tree was up, you know. And when I think about it, it would have been easier just to go the other way and put it back in the boxes. But all the boxes were out on the living room floor and stuff. Still, I didn't get to clean the apartment up like I like I'd like to. <laughs> you know, before I left, it was a mess. So I figured, what the hell? I might as well have Christmas. And last night I cooked a turkey. You I actually did the whole motherfucking bird. <laughs> Yeah, so my cats will appreciate it. We'll have Christmas dinner. Why would you They're cook all a here turkey? Happy. You had one? Like, well, yeah, you see... It's on sale? It's, what happened? Well, no, no, no. Well, see, they had all those sales on turkey before I went to Halifax. They were 77 cents a pound. Okay, so how so, many did you buy then? Well, I bought one, two, three, four, five, six of them. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't buy them all for me, Darcy. How did you distribute those six turkeys? Two went to my cousin, uh, okay. Connie. Uh, one is still in my freezer right now, and three I took home to Halifax. Two for my mom, and one for one of Peter's friends uh, that he worked with. He's got the guy's name is Rocket. Wait, you know, that's, all, the, that's all six, though. Yeah, that's all six. 
Well, which one did you cook tonight then? Or Well, my mom gave me one back <laughs> because in her freezer down in the basement, she still had one of the turkeys that I bought her last year. <laughs> so she didn't want to have a whole bunch of turkeys, so she gave me one back. Which uh, one? The one she gave me back was the one that they were going to give this guy that calls himself Rocket. Uh, and he says, he, you know, they asked him why his name was Rocket. And his story was that, well, he was at some place and uh, they were, it was a fair or something. And there was a cannon that the fire department was operating and they were looking for someone to shoot out of it. And <laughs> yes, the fire department in Halifax, Dartmouth area, is shooting people out of cannons these days. So this is his story. He says that he was the one they shot out of the cannon. And ever since that day, his name was Rocket. So That's fantastic. Yeah, I've always said I wanted to be shot out of a cannon, but when I'm dead, no, like that's how that's my <laughs> in the ashes. So it's just this plume that. Oh, that's that, not a bad know, idea. No, I actually thought my actual corpse would be launched well, that would be ter- out of would a cannon. Be messy, because when you land, holy smokes, it would just be nasty. Well, I mean, there, ashes, you would have to really calculate the trajectory. But I'm I'm picturing like my casket in the grave, <laughs> open, <laughs> and they make that shot perfect. Jesus and. Sirs. The actual, you know, me colliding inside the casket closes the lid, and that's it. Throw dirt on, and I'm done. That would be outrageous. That's how I want to go out. No, I can see something like that on a t- on a Tom Hanks film. <laughs> I can see something like that happening in a Tom Hanks film. Uh, Maybe in an early Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks wouldn't yeah, touch anything stuff. like that. No, and then he wouldn't touch anything like that now. When he did that, did that movie, The Burbs, that would be a great scene for The Burbs when he had those funky neighbors. Yes. That would be a good scene. So, may I switch back to the turkeys? Please do. Okay. So, Peter and this guy Rocket got into a fight, and Rocket oh, no. tells Peter off. And the guy, the reason why Peter wanted to give him a turkey because his kitchen caught fire, and they burned. He burned his, his kitchen got burnt out. So Peter said, "Okay, as a gesture, he'd give him a turkey." But since Rocket told Peter off, he said, "Well, I'm not giving him a turkey. He I get mean, his own a, damn I bird." I think as a gesture, you'd give him like a, a gift certificate to like Swiss Chalet. He can't be cooking. He's True, a fire extinguisher might be a good idea too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so he lost his kitchen, and Peter thought as a gesture, a nice gesture, should give him a, a turkey. But they had a fight. The guy told Peter off, so Peter didn't give him a turkey. So that's the turkey that my mom gave me back. All right. So, so what you're saying is there is still a bird in the deep freeze then? From yeah, I still have a bird year. in my freezer. Oh, my mom, no, the one that was in the deep freezer, deep freezer, my mom's deep freezer from last year. That's the one we actually ate at Christmas for Christmas dinner. But okay. she now has the two birds that I bought her in her freezer. At least she's rotating her inventory. <laughs> That's true. But I, I was kind of lost because, I mean, I have one. I have, I, Mom, I have a turkey already. I don't have enough room in my car for two turkeys. She insisted that I take it or you know, my freezer for two turkeys. She insisted No, you that obviously I take have it. enough room in your car. You had six turkeys That's in your right, car at one point. In my car and two hams. <laughs> but Darcy, the weather has been really mild here. It's been above zero for like the last week. No sun, all gray. Oh and, man! Uh, so your, it was, your I'm thinking it's breaking thaw. down. Trying it was thawing out in my car, so I, the only option I did had the only option I had was to cook it or to lose it. So because my car wasn't freezing, I was no longer or could no longer be used as a freezer. I had to cook the turkey, and I cooked it last night. And it was good. I mean, it's good so far. Now, did you oh, barbecue but, it in your car? No, man. I stuck that fucker in the oven and uh, I roasted it. It's kind of good. I'm happy. It's the third turkey I've cooked since I've been in this apartment. Really? I never had a. I never had a. Yeah, I never never was able to cook a turkey in my old apartment. Jeez, I couldn't. I don't think I could fit a turkey in that apartment. It was so kind of small. How much did you manage to eat when like first came out of the oven? 
Well, I ate uh, most of the dark meat on the entire bird. What? That's two jumpsticks, two wings. That's right. Thighs. Yeah, that's you managed to get quarter. How big is this turkey? Then it can't be that big. Well, I mean, it was seventy-seven cents a pound. I'm thinking it's probably about an an eight-pound bird. It's big. Maybe oh, okay, si- eight. That's about small. the size of two. Well, maybe more than that. It's about the size. Oh goodness! I'd say it's about the size of maybe three footballs. Two, two and a half footballs. Canadian or American? I don't even know that. <laughs> well, let's just try it, you know, the size of a, a fair-sized watermelon. Okay, what's fair for you, though? That's just, hey, is that kind of some kind of remark? Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> well, watermelon. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, well, you know, I would say it's twice the size of, you know, it's like Spock and Data together. So maybe it's like 10 pounds, 11, 12 pounds. I think well, it's, it's hard to get a turkey that, that's, that is, you know, below... Ten, you know, no, you know those those Dairy Queen ice cream cakes. <laughs> it's like two of those, <laughs> okay, with with turkey with check, you know, turkey quarters attached to it. <laughs> you know, it's I'll be eating turkey for a while. Okay, you know, it's bigger than a coffee percolator, a twelve cup coffee percolator laying on its side. <laughs> so you, you say know. it's been dark. Has it been snowing? What? No, it's raining. Well, snow flurries, no rain. Yesterday we had some freezing rain, so yeah, raining, but freezing stuff. But just enough, just to make things stupidly messy for people. And now a light fluff fell on top of that, so it made it extra slippery. It's been it's been warm here too, um, which yeah. I don't mind. In in uh, Europe, it's they, they're getting a crazy cold winter, like much colder than they've uh, ever had in a long time. Well, I mean, I, they can so- have it. They can have it. Well, here, check out this uh, this story from um, from the uh, CBC uh, headline: "Is sorry, officer, British bobbies reprimanded for sledding downhill on their riot shields." <laughs> <laughs> it's good that they have a sense of humor. Those bobbies. So, They've been walking around without guns for a long enough time. So I, I, mean, I bet this is on YouTube because it says a passerby filmed the bobbies goofing around the snowy hill in Oxford. And post a clip on YouTube, of course. I have oh, to find it. Them. It shows them oh. running down the hill. Jump! Oh, that's fantastic! And jumping on their, their riding shield. their riot shields. Oh. That's that's pretty special. Uh, also, in the UK, I have another sense of humor, though. Yeah, I have another story out of the UK. Maybe you've you've heard of this one. This one, uh, uh, um, a British radio DJ is critis- criticized, mm-hmm. okay, for a song he played. Um. Now, this, is, this happens, or it has happened in recent years in Montreal, where someone will climb across one of the trestle bridges or whatever yes. and, as sort of a protest. Yes. They're not necessarily suicidal, but they're up there, you know, threatening to jump or whatever. Yeah, and it stops cool. traffic in both directions, closes the bridge down. Everyone's pissed off, right? It does. It How has. many times has that happened? I mean, I, I've actually drove into Montreal one time when that happened, and we had to go, like, on the south shore to drive into Montreal so or wow. we needed to get to Brossard so we had to like drive South Shore you know because if we came into Montreal then we'd be screwed trying to get across the bridges because one of them was closed right so how many times did it happen like three or four times like I would say three or four times in my lifetime the last one being a father who was uh, not getting help from social services or something and uh, right, it was like child custody up. yeah um, child right? custody and it was just not going well for him and he went up to protest the fact that hey fathers have rights too you know well okay so I don't in, know that worked in out um, let's see where was this um, I can't pull it really quick but anyway so it's it shut down um, M60 highway 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, four four lanes of it. And the woman was not protesting. She was a disturbed uh, woman. Like Marge Simpson um, that time when Homer stressed her out and her kids all made all these demands on her and she just parked her car in the middle of the road? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, now I understand totally. <laughs> all down to earth for us. Oh, sorry. This is, oh, this is in Manchester. Okay. Yeah. Figures. All right. So this is Manchester. And um, so the DJ, um, you know, is covering the story as it's going on and he's doing, it's like during the afternoon commute and, oh, sorry, you know, uh, take that back. It's a morning show. Just as well. Same idea. Okay. It's, it's during drive time. Mm-hmm. Someone calls in a song request, and he plays it, and he gets in a lot of trouble for playing the song. What do you think the song was? Okay, woman standing on the bridge. Um, baby, come back. Oh, I would have no problem with that one. Okay, I'm thinking... Okay, I'll give you a hint. It'll probably give it away. <laughs> it's, okay. by, it's by Van Halen. Oh, jump. Oh, my yes. Lord. Might as well jump. That's terrible. <laughs> That's cruel. I can understand why he got in trouble, Darcy. Now, did well, the woman actually jump? She did. Oh, Lord. Now, well, now I get it. That's terrible. We're laughing. This is cruel. The woman jumped. She survived. It was only like a 30-foot drop or something. Like She you know, broke her legs or something, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, if um, Eddie Van, if if Van Halen says it, hey, we. Uh, but I mean, like she wasn't listening to the radio, right? Of this course was just, not. Of course know, she not. had no idea he played it, but he's getting a lot of trouble for being insensitive about this whole situation. <laughs> I can, I can get that. <laughs> I totally, I can totally see that. But as one of those things, know? like it's some of these things that I hear, like are most inappropriate. They, that's the one, those are the things that make us laugh, right? When that's true, yeah. That's true. Now, I, just the question: Did the DJ know that the, the, when the person called in, called in and made the request, did he say, "Hey, I think you should play this song because there's a lady, there's a lady up on the bridge, and she oh, looks yeah, no, no. He, yeah, he's probably this. he's probably covering the whole thing. He's probably doing traffic. Like this is during during a drive time thing, so he's probably oh, okay. he, everyone knows about it. It's a thing, and someone uh, calls right. in and say, "Hey, I think you should play jump." You know what? <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. And she does. I wonder how he actually felt upon learning that, you know, okay, traffic is tied up a little longer because the woman jumped. I believe you know? he, he felt badly, but he doesn't regret playing the song. Well, it's a good song. I, I, it is a good song. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's, that's crazy stuff. Well, uh, that's so. all I have, I think, from the news this week. Not that that's I enough. usually bring something in, but... Uh, I mean, the news has been full of so much uh, stuff with Haiti. I mean, Haiti. it's really depressing, yeah. so I don't want to dwell on that. But you, you mentioned you had a bit of an overload and had to turn off for a while. I did. I did. I just – and if I may, there was just – like it was a happy story. I mean, I've seen so much of the footage, and then there was a happy story. And I say that you know, in, while my fingers are doing those quotation marks in, air, uh, in the air because there was a woman who was being reunited with her son who, was, who had been buried. I believe they call those air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Uh, the lady's son had been buried, and uh, as the the story, the reporters covering the story, and the lady's walking toward, you know, where our son is. They the camera sees her walking past and on the right side in the road uh, where a building used to be. You know, it, there's a person. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's a woman's body. I mean, she's dead. And she's lying there, and I mean, I can understand the woman being happy and all that tragedy with being the, you know, being reunified, uh, you know, with her son or being reunited, excuse me, with her son. But I just thought it was just so horrible that it was like that woman wasn't there. It was like she was a piece of rubble, and that just disturbed me. And I, ch- I had to change the channel. 
I've seen. Yeah, yeah I saw. She was I, somebody, you know. I saw something. I think it's. Uh, it was just a still, though. That I've seen on television. I've seen on the web. Um, of a like a dump truck, mm-hmm. uh, full of debris. Right. And on top of all the debris is a body. Yeah. That's just part of the you know rebar and and concrete and wood and whatever. Right. That's just such a horrible story. I mean, you know, Haiti's been going through so much, you know, a colony founded by slaves, you know, back in the day. And I mean, there's more than nine million people. It wasn't founded. I mean, like the country was, it was, it's a French colony, right? Right, right. Well, I mean, the the language, of course, but I think it was founded by slaves, Darcy. Well, they they rebelled. No, no, no. They rebelled. No, it was French brought the slaves there. Checker Shelley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Fact <laughs> <laughs> checker Shelley. <laughs> We're calling Send us him. over to wikipedia.com slash Haiti. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, French colony, and it was the uh, the first slave rebellion. Ah. They had an uprising, and and uh, I think this... Massa got his ass kicked. Good stuff. Yes, and this is what where I think uh, Pat Robertson refers to uh, uh, Haiti making the deal with the devil oh, to get rid of the French. Oh, my Lord. Some people just can't have no class that he would make comments like that. You know, well, and this is uh, thoroughly annoying. Anyway, so I mean, this isn't fun. This is not fun. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's no been... fun, but I mean, it's just some facts about Haiti that I've learned. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it had more than 9 million people in it. 50% of the population actually lives in the the Haitian cities, not uh, Port-au-Prince specifically, but Port-au-Prince, uh, of course, the capital among them. And mm-hmm. 80% of the people live below the poverty line. The average salary in Haiti is $560 per person. Or, you know, well, the average salary is $560. And yeah. I mean, they've been getting smoked with hurricanes. And, and bring now that down to like all the kids and things. I think the average person lives on less than a dollar a day. Yeah, man. It's just, it's hard to believe. I mean, this is the Western world. It's, we're not talking about a third world country here. Uh, Again, air quotes. Well, we are. <laughs> well, we really are. I guess, you know. But, I mean, it's in the Western world. It just really, you know, makes no sense. And, I mean, Dominican Republic is there. I, I just don't get it, you know. It just doesn't make sense to me that Haiti's in the condition that it is. And I hope that out of out of this horrible tragedy, you know, a better life for the Haitian people can be established. Well, I think I, that's that uh, that will happen um and not just uh for the Haitian people but for the um you know, foreign interests who want to make a lot of money. Money. Yeah, well. They got the huge opportunity here. Um, oh, for sure. Th- you know, that'll well, be I just hope it's not an ex- you know, it doesn't exploit the people of Haiti. I mean, uh, I know, think I that's, that's an inevitable that will have to happen in order uh yeah. Yeah, jeez, I just—it's just. But anyway, such yeah, the new resource. It's such a I don't want to turn this into a political show, but uh, understood. It's just that you know, I send my heart out to the Haitian people, and if uh, the Canadian forces is looking for volunteers, uh, I would go. If there's something I can do to help out, I would. I would take. I would take that on. Well, they sent down a thousand troops, uh, or are at least soon. Maybe they've already left. Yeah. Well, we sent the dart that. uh, disaster relief, uh, disaster assistance response team. But they're also and, uh, sending about uh, a thousand troops from uh, Ontario, I think. Okay. Uh, down. Um, right. They didn't mention that they needed any bass drummers. Sorry. <laughs> Percussionist, Darcy. <laughs> oh, Come sorry. On. Yeah, you can do more than play bass drum. Of course, yes. Thank you very much. I can play. Those people are homies. I can play some music for them. <laughs> I just bang on my drum. 
<laughs> but I'm also cook, cook, cook qualified. Are you really? You know, yeah, I have my QL, QL3 cook, so I can make salads and stuff in the mess tent, you know, for those thousand soldiers that are being sent down. You know, that could be my part. But, you know, I kind of feel like I, I, want, I, like I, I want to do something. You know, all jokes aside, but I, yeah, I want to do something. I just, yeah, it's just, it's really just such a sad thing. Anyway, a like new thing said, that uh, I saw for the first time, I think, like, um, they're comparing this, like, obviously, uh, in size of of, uh, of disaster to the tsunami, right? Right. Years ago. And uh, I never well, saw this back then, but this time, like, my co- the company I work for and the company my wife worked for, uh, have this offer to have donations deducted right from your payroll. Mm-hmm. You just let them know how much you want to donate, and then the company will match that donation. Yes, I've heard so a lot of companies doing that. It's the first time I've seen that, actually. Okay, yeah, it's an it's interesting idea. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. They say that the, the toll is now 72,000 uh, bodies recovered. That's where they're at. So uh, it's recovered, yeah. So Yeah, that's just uh, recovered, so... So that's yeah, amazing. Like that, they're gonna. That, that's a really good idea. With the amount of uh, fraud and and people out there trying to, you know, take advantage of the situation, it's nice to have, uh, you know, it, it easy to donate. You know, bang here, take it off. Yeah, my paycheck. That's... I know it's, you know, and you can see you'll have a statement of uh, you know on it'll be printed on your stub. This you know with the deductions, I would imagine it just wouldn't be gone. You know, be there oh, yeah. as miscellaneous deduction yeah. or you know, because gosh, people jumped right on it as you said. Okay, hey, save Haiti money to Haiti. You know the fraud, uh, the fraud people, people out there. They, oh, they you know, yeah, they store the money instantly. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Carrie got a text message. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. The other day, that just said, you know, text Haiti to this number, mm. and it didn't seem like the number that we've heard uh, out there. Um, and so, you know, you can't really verify that. I mean, maybe they're legit. Who knows? But maybe there's somebody set up to scam. Like, that's just it. I mean, it doesn't take long. You know, it doesn't take long at all. And you know, if there's a positive thing, you know, something about the human spirit that's just, you know, the will to survive. It's just enormous. I mean, I saw them pull two people out of the rubble today after five days buried. You know, and this lady got. They pulled her out, and she started singing. You know, once they got her out, they started singing. And, I mean, the husband was outside because well, she was buried in what was left of a bank, you know, in the rubble of a bank. And they found her after, like a bulldozer yeah. was pulling, you know, pulling off the rubble. And, I mean, they heard her voice. You know, I mean, that could have ended easily, you know, shifted the rubble and, you know, it would have been the end of her. Uh, but she says she knew she was going to survive. And once she got out of there, she thanked the Lord and said she, she knows that she, yeah, she started singing. And her husband came over and said, is she still, is she singing again? I, I figured like, put her back. Least- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was singing. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. Is like, it nothing going to stop this woman? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe she don't shut up. You know, five <laughs> days buried in there. I mean. You know, if that doesn't tell you how strong the human spirit is, it's just, uh, you know, and our survival instinct is, I don't know what can, but, you know, out of the ruins of the World Trade Centers, there are people that survived that. Gosh, we've got to put that spirit to good use, you know, and help out whenever we can, not because we have to, but just because we can, you know, so that's, uh, you yes, know, that's we why. Can, Russ. Yes, we, we can, Russ. Yes, we can. We oh, can. No, wait. That's... You can, I can, Rudy Radio can. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's move on. Yeah, what's yeah? We talked about Haiti, but like, we did. The hearts of radio goes out to the Haitian population. And if we accepted donations at this point, we would say, "Don't donate to us. Donate to Haiti." 
Yeah, don't, don't yeah, don't, 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 I can't even say that. But later don't on, donate. when we do ask for donations, donate to us. Yeah, we don't actually ask for donations, but who knows? Uh, who knows, indeed. Hey. At some point, we may be a charity. And That's true. I'm I'm closer than you are already. You I'm, could be I'm, declared I'm, both a state of emergency or disaster area. Oh, yeah. After, hey, people, don't stop at hotels on the side of the road. <laughs> uh, just leave it at that. Oh, you're scratching, are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's hey, move on from that. Uh, I mentioned there was no sun here for the last week. <laughs> you did. Or I did. Somebody mentioned it. Kind of makes me want to scratch, but I, I don't have to. Um, Ocean's help. Hey, can I play the? Can I play the? Uh, can I play the jingle? For da 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 oh da 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 segment. But I do have some stupid laws I'd like to share with you that have been collected from around the good old U.S. of A. And what is it with the U.S. of A.? in court last week. You mentioned something. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I was in court. I was just thinking about Judge Judy and Judge, you know, all those judge shows. But yeah, I was actually actually in court. there in person. That's that's better, isn't it? I gotta play it again. It was Friday. (laughs) (laughs) See? I, I love how yes. it makes you laugh each week. When I play it it's twice in one week, you still it laugh. It just, just doesn't seem to get old. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those timeless pieces of music. But uh, yes, uh, and I mean, I have a special connection with flashlights, as you know, and everybody knows. So uh, to me, that's entertaining. Not the flash, the flashlights, but how they put the two together. Oh, anyway, but yes, uh, you were saying I was in court. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, I gotta shut up sometimes. Yeah, I was in court. Uh, I got a ticket uh, for uh, well, the ticket claims that I entered onto private property to avoid to avoid the signals. I'd like to believe I'm a good driver, Darcy. This was December twelfth, two thousand and seven. Oh, I remember this. Oh my God, two thousand. I can't believe this is coming to court now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's partially my own fault. And it's the fault of the court, uh, because my original court date was January 15th of 2009. Wow. All right, and I in, went. Keeping in mind, we have four minutes left in the show. It's true. And I went to court on December 15th, 2009. When I got to court, I had my laptop and all kinds of computer stuff, and I was hoping that the court would be you know, able to allow me to put up a PowerPoint presentation, because that's what I brought. Right. I was prepared to get the judge, my laptop. Am I speaking too fast? Because you said I had four minutes left. I was prepared to give the job, or the judge, the job, the judge, my laptop, so we could watch, and I'd point out, this is this, this is this, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, but the court was unable to, to watch, uh, didn't, was PowerPoint uh, unready. Uh, I mean, they couldn't <laughs> even uh, use my memory stick to see the photos. It was ridiculous. So they rescheduled my court date for June uh, 2nd of this year. I was in Quebec, uh, Quebec City at the time, and I missed the court date. I actually thought it was July 2nd. Uh, so I missed my court date. So what had happened was I, I received uh, a judgment by default of guilty, yeah. and I wanted to fight that because I really felt that I needed to tell the court my story. This is a bogus ticket. Yeah, so I appealed that I had to pay forty bucks to do so. Wow! Uh, and I went to court for for the to have the the judgment uh, revoked on the nineteenth. 
And I won. The judge did it. I explained, Your Honor, I went to the court on the first, for the first appearance, but the first uh, date, the original date, the 15th, but the court was unprepared to hear my case. I missed my date on the second. I was in Quebec City, and uh, I missed it. My work, I'm a soldier. I told him I, mm-hmm. I'm the section commander for the percussion section, Gardon Rouge Band, Citadel, Quebec City, and I was sent there. And I said my priority was to find a keeper for my cats. Uh, the contract was 31 May to 8 September. So the judge, uh, the lawyer said, well, what did you do? You know, this is when the, you missed your court date. This is when you claim you found out and you were past the delay when you asked for the revocation of, uh, of uh, the judgment. Why did you not follow the letters? And I said, mm-hmm. I was just really busy. I just missed it. And that's when I said to the court, Your Honor, I was there for my original court date, and this would be over with. But because of the court not being prepared, I didn't. So the judge weighed both of those and said, you know what? He did show up for his uh, original court date. He's maintained his plea of not guilty throughout, like in all of this time. So he granted me the... Uh, another court date uh, and uh, the judgment was retracted and I get to go uh, plead my case uh, in front of the court on the 19th of April of this year. Oh my god, this isn't resolved. (laughs) No, it's not resolved. And this is like the original court date in quotation marks. You know, I get to go to court and say this is what happened, Your Honor. (laughs) Isn't that something? Do you still have the photos and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I actually went – I thought when I went to court on the 19th, I was actually going to plead my case. Yeah. I thought that's what it was all about. So I went and printed – went to the Jean Coutu and took my memory card and printed all the photos, $21 uh, uh, and some change worth of photos at 39 so you cents. Gonna, you weren't going to rely on their uh, – able to nope. project them from your memory stick. This time you're nope. going old school. That's right. That's what I was going to do. Here's the pictures, Your Honor. And uh, – that was it, and uh, that's what I'll do the next time. Actually, I think the next time I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll do both, and I'll bring a nice big chart so they can see the road because I drew a sketch as well, you know, <laughs> with a pen, you know, low tech. Okay, I can do that. So I took my pen and drew on on uh, lined paper, you know, the street layout and labeled all the buildings and put little circles with numbers in them indicating where all the photos I had were taken. You know, so I mean, I was trying to be complete, but uh, it was just a bogus ticket. The officer was a jerk. You know, he was just a typical Montreal officer that was just out there to harass the public that day. So remind, and, uh, remind all of us, you had made it. Maybe have you told the story? Well, I, no, I don't think no, I haven't. I don't believe I have. You, you made. A, you were trying to correct a, a wrong turn that you'd made, right? That's right. Well, no, I was actually obeying the traffic signs because I was on a one-way street heading north, and after three p.m., you weren't allowed. You didn't have the right, unless you were a city transit bus, to turn left at that particular intersection. It's a T intersection. Right. Uh, it was three. It was eleven minutes after three when I said, "Oh, what time is it?" I was driving the chef home from that vending machine job I had. Uh-huh. Uh, we can't do it. It's three minutes eleven. We just missed it. But the city of Hull- the city of Montreal truck, the dump truck in front of me, drove, made the turn. Yeah. Not a bus. And <clears throat> excuse me, a truck, a commercial vehicle, a e cab, made a turn left. You know, uh, ignoring the sign. But the police didn't pull those vehicles over. They were lying in wait specifically to catch people who were uh, turning left at that intersection after 3 p.m. Uh, I didn't do it, so I thought I'd drive straight ahead uh, across over Henri Bourassa mm-hmm. uh, because it appeared to be one of those ruelles, those back streets that are so, you know, we have so many of. Little laneway, yeah. Yeah, the laneway. 
So I said, okay, I saw the houses. Let's just take the laneway and go straight and come out the other side. Mm-hmm. But when we got over there, it was actually the entrance to uh, the Tangay Detention Center. You know, it was a prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's a sign, uh, authorized, <clears throat> excuse me, authorized vehicles over uh, only, turn around. So I did. I turned out. And when I came out of that little turn, I just decided to go straight because there was a road right in front of me. Uh, the building that I passed by is a revenue Quebec building. Okay. So I get to the other side, and the police cars, they stop me. I'm thinking, oh, what's, what's going on here? And I look, and I see one of the officers is out in the road, uh, and he's waving people. And I say, oh, people are making the turn there, you know, uh, legally. Mm-hmm. So the officer explains to me that I can't do this. He says it's private property. I did mention that it was a revenue Quebec building. It's a, It's government it's public yes so uh, you know so the officer has me back down this road and I mean, we're talking 250 meters he has me back down the road and tells me to go you know go back out to the oh to the street so when i get down there i'm facing the street i just came up there mayor uh which is one way heading north so i'm facing it i can't go straight there's traffic signs are saying go left or go right so i go right mm-hmm. the other officer Flags me in, and it's flying off the handle. Hey, we all, we gave you a chance. All this stuff, you don't have the, you can't turn left at that intersection. I'm thinking, well, I didn't turn left at that inter, right at that intersection. The sign says you can't. I did not do that. I said, what? What am I going to get a ticket for? I said, I do not understand. The officer is yelling. The officer is yelling in my face, Darcy. <laughs> he says, tu ne comprends pas, tu comprends rien. Je donne un billet. I said, well, I mean, I'm shocked that he's in my face talking this way. He says, you don't understand. You understand nothing. I'll give you a ticket. So, you know, I'm sitting there talking to Dave, the chef, and I said, look, this is ridiculous, but this is typical behavior of the police. And the officer that had me back down didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't say anything. This is just a little scam uh, they, you know, they got going to get their quota. So anyway, he comes out and gives me a ticket for $142, and it says that I've crossed onto private property in order to avoid the signals. And that's it. So I'm leaving. I'm thinking, you know, I'm totally confused. So I said, excuse me, I just have one more question. I said, so which way do I go now, officer? And he says, come tu veux, tu pay. He says, like you want, you pay, you're paying. <laughs> Isn't that something? And there was only one way for me to go once I left that scene, and that was right under Henri, uh, Henri Borassa. Can you imagine? Like, that's, that's what I got. You know, just on, on just... That behavior is just like it's disgusting. You know, I understand we've heard that you've got to get a quota, but you can at least make it look legitimate. <laughs> so, okay, you went four minutes over time. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, you can cap just it with like a the joke. Court date. Jeez. <laughs> 2007, December 12th, I got this ticket, and here it is, 2010. And I'm still, I go to court April 19th to finish it's it It's still funny. It sounds like you have a good case. Let's see. Uh, I can't wait to find out what happens. And uh, uh, I'm sure posted, we'll, I promise. we will cover it here on Rudy Radio. And until uh, until next week, I'm Darcy. Oh, yes, and I'm Russell. I just want to let you know that in Illinois, it's illegal for anyone to give lighted cigars to dogs, cats, and other domesticated animals kept as pets. There, I just thought I'd try that with you. <laughs> it's good to know. You knowing know is half the battle. That's right, G.I. Joe. And I'd like to stick this in there. I think the Montreal police use the Reno 911 show for training videos. <laughs> We'll leave you on that. See you next time on Rudy Radio. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. 
available at cdbaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, rudyradio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. Because we love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.